brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You hear a lot of people um, say things like, once he meets the right woman, he'll start acting right. I disagree. I've always disagreed with that notion. The reason I disagree with that notion is if you do not have the tools to properly manage a relationship in a healthy way, if you are not healed, then you will still mismanage your dream girl. You will still mismanage the woman of your dreams because that's what Derrick Jackson said. He said that Nell Jackson was the woman of his dream, but he still mismanaged her because he did not realize how much his childhood rejection was affecting how he was operating in his relationship. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where I encourage single women to be the best version of themselves through healing and avoiding certain pitfalls and dating. And today's episode is brought to you by my book, How to Extra X, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships. It's time to end the agonizing cycle of unhealthy relationships. Most people struggle with breakups because they just don't know how to start the healing process. How to Extra X is a step-by-step guide on moving past unhealthy relationships. Renew your strength and find happiness again by walking away from relationships that no longer serve you start fresh by exing your ex learn how to stop the overwhelming thoughts of your ex get rid of the feelings of regret and shame eliminate the crushing feelings of rejections rejection be at peace with your decision to leave and be hopeful that, that there is better out there for you you can get how to x your ex right now today on amazon books on google play apple books and audible and barnes and noble website all right I don't know what I'm going to call this episode yet um, because I'm minding other people's business again. Y'all, I've really been trying to do some like evergreen stuff. Evergreen is stuff that like doesn't have a time period. You can just search for it forever. But like every week somebody <laughs> in the relationship sphere has a story. And last night before I went to bed, Derek Jackson Drops an interview with Willie Moe Jr. Basically responding to Denea Jackson stuff. And I'm just like, what? Of course I'm going to listen. I want to know the tea. I want to know what's up. But I also kind of like to hear a man's side of the story. Because normally, you know, women, we have a tendency when we go through a breakup. We're all over social media, sending subliminals, subtweeting. We talking about it to our girls. We basically going on like a smear campaign most of the time, especially if he did something stupid like cheat. But men typically don't respond. Men will actually just be like, whatever. It just is what it is. Um, 
and I'm saying men specifically, like not these little bitter boys, not immature little boys in um, man bodies. I'm talking about like men, right? So I'm interested, I was interested to hear his side of the story, especially because one, it took him a long time um, to even speak up after all of the hoopla. Um, and he's been silent for a while. And then two, I'm kind of wondering like, what does he have to say? <laughs> and um, honey, he had a lot to say. And I'm going to jump into that. But before that, I just want to shout out to all the ladies who showed up for BTL this weekend. Um, if you have not gone to see Beyonce uh, this go round, I just want you to be prepared, okay? Um, no, she does not start on time. I knew that because of other people that I talked to. They said, like, she starts, like, an hour later. So if she tells you the show starts at 8, she's probably going to start no earlier than 8.45. She's not going to start right at 8. So just be prepared mentally. But... Don't allow that to make you show up late because let me tell you something. I've never experienced going into a concert like this one. I don't know if the um, the stadium is short-staffed or what, but y'all, they only had like three gates open and it was thousands of people standing outside. So it was very, very slow trying to get in. We're crowded. We don't know where we're going. It's just mayhem, right? And it ended up raining it's been raining like crazy in Atlanta. I don't know. Just out of nowhere. The forecast would be like clear skies. You look out, clear skies. And then by three o'clock, you hear thunder and you see lightning. And you're like, what the heck is going on? But anyway, so still make your way there early. We were blessed. Literally, when we got to our seats and sat down, music started. Like, that's just favor. You know, that's just being God's favorite. You know what I mean? Like, literally, because by the time we got in... It was already like 8.50 and I'm like, I'm not going to rush myself because we've already had this whole experience. It's raining, it's muggy outside, my um, baby hairs are lifting, it's making me upset, whatever. I'm here, I'm going to just take my time. So we get to our place, I go to the restroom because I'm like, I ain't trying to go in and out. Then I go grab my cocktail, whatever, whatever time she starts is when she starts. So I get in my seat and... You know, it's great. And she starts. So I'm like, yes, thank you, Lord. But um, also, I heard people were complaining about her um set. I didn't see that on my timeline, but I saw it on other people's timeline saying, like, people are complaining about the song she chose. I loved it. Um, Beyonce got a lot of songs. We know that. She got a lot of songs. But I loved it because she gave us um songs from back in the day when she started, plus songs from now. So it was great, it was a great flow. Her costumes were excellent. I think these were, I've been, I've seen her three times in concert. This is my third, this was my third time. And this by far was the best as far as like costumes, I would say. They were chef's kiss, very memorable. Shout out to all the ladies who showed up and showed out with their outfits. Like honeys did not come to play. Like everybody was dressed to the nines. It looked like a Lady Gaga concert up in that thing. Like it was giving very much Lady Gaga. Like we came out and we showed out. So it was very, very beautiful. Um, yeah, so it was a good time. Good time. I'm hoping you guys will go see her if you have not, but it was a great time. Okay, let's get into this Derrick Jackson interview. I actually haven't finished. I only got like 18 minutes left. Um, I'm doing what I hate 
when people stuff that people do which is they respond without fully listening to something but i feel like i got the gist so i'm going to speak on what i've heard right okay so <sighs> Derek jackson goes on willie mo jr and i think number one who interviews you is um is going to say how this interview is going to turn out Whichever bias a person who is interviewing you has is going to kind of like push that narrative. What I mean by that is Willie Moe Jr. I can tell he likes Derrick Jackson. I can tell he has a respect for Derrick Jackson. I can tell he, he said that they met at a conference, not online. Like he enjoys this guy. So he's not about to beat him up. He's not coming from a malicious point. So some of the harder questions that we may want asked, he's not going to ask him those. And that's okay because I feel like, I, I don't know why Willie Moe Jr. Because his marriage ended recently. I think he filed for a divorce. I don't know why it ended. But I feel like Willie is still, you know, going through his healing process with his divorce. And he can kind of see himself in Derek a little bit. So there's a connection there. I think he more so wanted to connect with Derek rather than like ask those hard hitting questions that the audience wanted. It was more so like a a one on one conversation that just so happened to be recorded. So, yeah, I do think the interview was great, though. He did ask some very good questions. He just didn't ask like those deeper questions where somebody like myself or Gil King <laughs> or even um, Lateris Whitfield from Dear Future Wife, he would have asked. So I do see like he he humanized Derek a lot. And um, I do value that. I like when people are humanized because we have a tendency in society to make someone their actions. If you cheat, you are a cheater and you're a disgusting person. If you, if you, um, you know, abused somebody or got into a fight with someone, you are now an abuser. You're an abusive person. Like, so we have a tendency in society to make someone what their actions are and not seeing the human in the, their, their actions. So I do see how Willie Moe was very um, adamant on making sure he humanized Derek. Okay. But here's the thing. Although I'm a natural skeptic, naturally, by just by my nature, right? I'm just skeptical. But I think my main thing in listening to this interview, a few things stuck out. So one I feel like he was very prepared. I'm talking like he must have been working with some PR people that he was not working with when he did that um, interview back in the day when Denea came on with her bunnet, um, her um, bunnet of salvation. Like you can tell he has been prepped. Like his answers were spot on. Like he gave just enough accountability in order to answer some questions for us, not make himself look like the victim, make it seem like he's taking blame and he understands what's going on. But the skeptic in me is kind of like, is he doing this because he's trying to rebrand or reposition himself? Because the way this interview went, he can literally now build a platform helping other men see their flaws and get through um their negative sides so they won't go through a divorce like that's what i saw just from a person who i'm an influencer 
I see things differently than a lot of other people would see them. Just from like a person who understands social media, like that rebranding, that shifting, I'm like... I'm not, I would not be surprised if his new audience becomes men. Like, I would not be surprised if, like, the next time we see him post, he's posting about telling men how to be a better husband or how to not, I think he talked a lot about, like, self-regulation, um, how to self-regulate instead of cheat, how to you know, avoid porn and avoid avoid other women when your wife is making you upset. So I definitely can see him doing that next. So we'll see. But it makes me wonder like, is the is this is this genuine or is this calculated? Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because I don't know. I, I don't know. But I do want to point out a few things that, like, some lessons that women can learn from this interview. Now, one of the most um one of the most powerful things that um Willie Mo Jr. actually pointed out, and I'm so happy he asked this question. So he Derek Jackson was discussing his marriage to Danea Jackson. And he said, Yeah, you know, I was in bliss. I married the girl of my dreams. We getting money together, et cetera, et cetera. And so Willie Moe said, so wait, you're telling me you married the woman of your dreams, right? But you still cheated on her. Do you feel like a man can have the woman of her dream, his dreams and still cheat? And basically Derek was saying, yes, he was saying that because, and this, this was powerful. This is just something like I had to think about. So as a child, cause he said he made this dream life when he was in high school, college. We make dreams prematurely. Like, we'll make a dream in high school. We'll make a dream in college, right? And we'll be so committed to that dream. And even in life, as life goes on and we outgrow that dream, we'll still grip that dream, even if it's no longer serving us. So it makes me wonder, like, was that his dream girl from high school, college years? And he outgrew that dream or was he saying that this is his dream girl period, but he still was allowed to cheat on her. Um, still not allowed to, but he still ended up cheating on her. My issue with that is I need to know the answer. <laughs> the reason I need to know the answer is because you hear a lot of people, um, say things like once he meets the right woman, he'll start acting right. I disagree. I've always disagreed with that notion. The reason I disagree with that notion is 
If you do not have the tools to properly manage a relationship in a healthy way, if you are not healed, then you will still mismanage your dream girl. You will still mismanage the woman of your dreams because that's what Derrick Jackson said. He said that Jackson was the woman of his dream, but he still mismanaged her because he did not realize how much his childhood rejection was affecting how he was operating in his relationship. He did not realize that, you know, he had a an anxious attachment and she seemed to have a bit of an avoiding attachment and them colliding anytime she would be avoiding him, he would get triggered and his trigger to cope with that, he would go cheat or he would watch porn. And so my thing is the reason I don't agree, totally agree with the notion with, oh, if he gets the right woman, he's going to act right. It's because if you don't have the tools to act right, it don't matter who comes into your midst, you're still going to act wrong. That's just my opinion. So it's just something that I've seen. It's just something that I've seen. It's something that I've experienced. And yes, that you you can want it so bad, but it it still it's still gonna take patience to grow, right? It's still gonna take patience to get the healing you need. Cause let me tell y'all something that I've learned through my healing journey. You could be aware. A hundred percent, you could have the tools, but that application is so hard because in order to apply the new tools that you've learned, because if you think about it, if you've been broken for your, most of your life, say you're 30, I'm 34. If I've been broken for 20 years of my life, 25 years, I'm going to say 30. If I've been broken for 30 years of my life and I'm just getting healed in the tools for four years, the dominant is the brokenness. So I have to work harder to operate from a healed space. And that takes discipline. That takes waking up every day and choosing to operate from healed Ashley instead of broken Ashley. And that gets exhausting. It gets very exhausting, especially when you feel like, dang, every single day I got to choose to operate in this thing that's going against my default, that's going against my flesh. Bruh, it is exhausting. Okay? So... That brings me to my next point. It makes me question everything Derek said. He seems so aware. He seems so accountable. Ladies, don't be quick to fall for a guy who just seems super, super duper aware and accountable and just seems like he's on the up and up. The reason I say that is because you can be 100% aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it, but still choose to operate in the default of your brokenness because it's easier. Because here's my thing. I always get, a red flag always goes up for me. When someone makes it seem like operating from the healthy space is easy, it is not. It is not. If you tell me that you've been healing and you're aware of all this and you just happy-go-lucky, I don't believe you. I feel like you've been dipping and dabbing back into your old self because operating from newness is tough. It is hard. It is a struggle. It is discipline. It is self-control. Okay. And you going to fall off. You going to fall off. Like it's just a matter of time. You're going to fall off. You're going to get back up though. And eventually you're going to stop falling off, but that's going to take time. Like for example, in my space, that I'm in right now. I recently got to the end of myself with a certain situation. It took a long time for me to get to that end though. 
and I kept bumping my head. Like I'm talking literally took me, what's this year? It's 2023. I started working on this thing in 2017. So that's six years. Out of six years, I finally stopped bumping my head over one thing. I'm not, y'all ain't getting in my business today. But this one thing, I finally stopped bumping my head on. Finally. And it took me six years. And I fell a lot. I fell about four, five, six, seven times. But finally, I'm like, okay, I get up. And this isn't a more emotional thing. This is more of a like intangible emotion. What It's really more so how I cope with something is what I'm talking about. Because I know y'all going to be thinking all kinds of things. You know, I'm celibate. So you're like, oh, she's talking about that. I'm like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm actually <laughs> referring to just a, um, a, a feeling of such that would make me um, act out in certain ways that were not the healthiest manner. And it took me six years to overcome this. I'm just now overcoming this. And it's been six years. And Derek Jackson, I don't even know if they're, I think their divorce is final, but it's only been like a year. So I know him sitting on this platform right now. There's no way that you're that healed. So the skeptic in me again is like, I don't know if you're doing this genuinely or this is just a ploy to launch your new coaching program for men. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Or this is your coaching program to launch some, I mean, uh, this is your platform to launch some coaching program for women who've gone through or dealt with men who were like you in your marriage. I don't know. I'm going to be watching though because it's a skeptic in me because I don't know because I've dealt with men like this. I've dealt with men who sat in my face and told me I've gone to therapy. I know what I need to work on. I know what I need to do. But then when it comes time to practice and apply the skill, they don't apply the skill in which they told me they have been working on. And I'm left being hurt bay because I'm the one who's on the receiving end of the nonsense and the madness. Like, I don't like it. I would like to know that you practice what you preach. Not just preach it. Because it's easy to preach it. It's hard to practice it. So, yeah. Um, that's what I my perspective of <laughs> what I got from the um the Derrick Jackson interview. Great interview though. Um, it definitely makes sense. Everything tracks. Like it makes sense that he dealt with abandonment from his mom and his father. And that um his mom was there, but she wasn't fully present, so he had attention um deficit i would say um i've experienced a lot of what he talked about i've experienced it and walked it so i get exactly how he feels my coping mechanisms were just different from his um i wasn't a cheater but um y'all know like back before the celibacy i was addicted to sex so i would use sex as a coping mechanism um and then he talked about how when Somebody would dis when Danielle would distance herself from him in the marriage, he would feel attacked and rejected. I felt that too in, in relationships, romantically and in friendships. And it would trigger me to feel like, oh, that person is trying to attack me. So I would lash out by being distant too, or being cold, or like being passive aggressive. So it tracks. But even though it tracks, he did point out like he wasn't long suffering enough in his marriage. And I agree. But you knowing all of these things does not mean that you are ready to apply them and that you are willing to apply them or that you are consistently applying them right now. So women who come into his midst, 
I still believe that he is, he's a very smart guy. I can tell he's very intelligent. And anything that he coaches people on or, or if he decides to like lunch, whatever he's about to lunch, I think it's going to be very beneficial. I think like he's never steered these people astray. He just hasn't walked in his truth. Um, I feel like he would have an even greater message and impact if he walked in his, if he walked in his truth. If he came on there and was like, listen, I struggle with this. I'm still struggling with this. I don't know if I'm about to be faithful right now. I haven't done it yet, but I'm trying. You know what I mean? Like, I just like the vulnerability of people like that. But it just seems so polished that it makes me kind of question like, mm, is this a ploy? Is he fully, has he reached the end of himself? Because that's what it's going to take to apply some of this stuff. So we'll see, child. If y'all come into contact with him and, and he trying to date y'all, I wouldn't um, suggest it right now. But that's y'all business. <laughs> like, that's y'all business. I'm not hating at all. I'm just saying like, that's a lot that he needs to to overcome and i don't know if he is overcoming that fast i don't know if he's applying that consistently just yet because it takes time and he has a lot of different things he needs to apply and each one takes time so i don't know that's that's just my my opinion my opinion out here on this derrick jackson interview it's just my little take uh, minding people's business again but till next time bye Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.